From the MCM Entertainment Center in suburban Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, this is MCM The Podcast. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to MCM The Podcast, Episode 6, All Things Holidays. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all. Bill McMenamin from MCM Entertainment here. We specialize in hosting in-person trivia events for the U.S. Mid-Atlantic region. For fundraisers, socials, corporate team building, school assemblies, and weekly bar and pub events, as well as online trivia events for the rest of the United States of America. I'm joined by my distinguished podcast team, my daughters, Erin and Sarah. Hello, ladies. How's it going? Hello. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah. Erin, lots of cookies going on. Yeah. Started uh, started a cookie business about six months ago and... I'm glad I started six months ago because now it's really busy and I feel like I got a groove and making lots of holiday cookies and birthday cookies and weddings and check it out, dmbyaron.com. There you go. The cookies are uh, delicious and uh, custom made. So. Excellent. Sarah, how's life for you? Great. Finally bought a house. Okay. Nice. So that's my big uh, get out. last six month accomplishment. Get your stuff and get out. <laughs> yeah, really. So that'll be good. I I thought I was buying a house that was move-in ready. And then as soon as you get there, it's like, oh, we should paint. We should get floors. We should do this. Take off all the blinds. So now I'm floorless, blindless, <laughs> but fresh paint. So we're good. Also joining us is my niece, Colleen. Hello, Colleen. And hold on. We've got some breaking news, fellas, out there. She's off the markets. So sad. We got to shut down all of that. Those inquiries. They were, fan mail. Yeah, the fan mail was like, tell us about Colleen. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, taken. <laughs> so it's exciting. Good stuff. Very exciting. I'm thrilled. Excellent. And last but certainly not least, my good friend who I call the godfather of trivia, John Grossman. Hello, John. Me. Yes, you. How are things in your life? Well, I, I, I was told there'd be cookies, so that's why I'm here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, virtual cookies. Not as feeling less satisfying, for sure. So, goodness, where have we been? Oh, man. Um, we are thrilled to get this podcast back up and running. We had five podcasts posted before the summer. Uh, we gained some good momentum, and things got derailed, uh, really, for each of us. Yeah. In our personal lives. Personal lives absolutely got in the way. Um, I was also recovering from an injury the last couple of years. I wanted to go to the beach. That's all I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, so we won't go into the gory details, but let's say we're glad to be back and we have some great topics planned. Um, which reminds me, we would love your feedback on podcast to date. So if you've been through a couple of our podcasts or all of them, and if you have any suggestions feedback on the topics, feedback on some of the items of the discussion, please let us know. Contact us through our website, which is mcment.net for MCM Entertainment. You can call us on the phone, 484-999-0180, 484-999-0180. You can contact us through Twitter at MCM the Podcast or via our very new Facebook page, yeah. MCM the Podcast. Ooh, getting super official now. We are. <laughs> um, so, all right, let's get to it. And as I mentioned, the theme for this podcast is all things holidays. It's my specialty. It's getting colder here in the mid-Atlantic. Hallmark has their Christmas movies running continuously. Yes. Christmas music is everywhere on the radio. Who's enjoying holidays? I mean, I am. Besides. Always. Baking a million cookies a day. Yeah. And I'd like to say, you know, it's Christmas around here when the Grinch is on TV. But for you, Aaron, uh. this is a year round <laughs> affair. And, and people are going to think I'm. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, you're kidding. No, no, I'm literally telling you the Christmas Grinch is on her TV so it's, throughout the year. Yeah. So I think so I, there's really no beginning and end. No, I definitely watch it at least and I'm not exaggerating. So this is the newest Grinch animation. It's the Illuminations, same creators as Despicable Me. Um, that's the one I'm speaking of, the 2018. I probably watch it once a week, every week, including... 52 yeah, weeks 52 of the year. Weeks, yeah, 
Like, um, I could be watching it in May. I could be watching it in August. Um, I was going to say, I can get behind the Christmas in July thing. Like, oh, kind of halfway through the year. It's fun to think about Christmas, but... Aaron, once a week is a lot. Yeah, it is. Christmas any in movie February in my head. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I don't really know how it <laughs> happened, but um, it it's really such a cute movie, and I like love watching it. It never gets old for me, and I sometimes I'll watch it more than once a day, which gets to be a little much. But um, yeah. I, I could I could not care less <laughs> about the Grinch. See, I was that way too. And I then will you admit watched it. that one is super cute it's, it's adorable. my favorite one of the series i had no time a day for the, the grinch before yeah, yeah any of them like there i feel like it's been made so many times but yeah. that one's really cute it's just a different spin like i know i could go off on a tangent and like get all teary-eyed because it's so good but i just love how present day it is like cindy lou's mom is a single mom taking care of all these kids and cindy lou's big wish is that her mom <laughs> Her mom has a great Christmas. <laughs> and the Grinch is just misunderstood. He's an orphan. He doesn't have family. So Christmas time is traumatizing for him. Like, it's uh, just, are there elephants? No. Baby Grinch is just like. <laughs> Baby Grinch, cute. like with his little scarf, like he's adorable. Like it's just such a cute movie. The music's great. Um, it's just, it's so good. Like it's I feel good. It is. And, and to go off what Sarah said until you watch it and I think I'm going to force you all to watch it with me but you did force us all to watch it well dad didn't dad got it. out of it he missed it but once you watch you can go okay this is pretty cute like yeah. I get it I don't understand the 52 weeks a year you watch it but I understand why you enjoy it and that's yeah, all that that's matters. my mindset all right, so let's get to it. All trivia questions for this podcast are related to the holidays. We have five rounds of five questions each. Round one is the holidays in current events and history. Round two, the holidays in entertainment. Round three, the holidays in arts and literature. Round four, the holidays in science, nature, and geography. And round five, the holidays in sports and leisure. John, when we started this podcast, did you have any idea that you'd have to jam these questions into categories like this? I'm just amazed. When I read through them, I'm amazed that we have questions in, in those categories for the holidays. It's just amazing to me. That's what I love about anything that we write or put together for this podcast. I love who, how can I make this a science question? How go. can I make this arts and literature? There you go. The holidays were amazingly easy when it comes to the different categories and the, the categories for you listening at home to know homage to the original trivial pursuit game of the six rounds and the different categories in case we haven't mentioned that in this podcast, the, the reason we break up the questions is such for Trivia Pursuit. Is that right? Yeah, one of the best games of all time. So Aaron and Sarah and Colleen, you have not seen or reviewed the questions in advance. So you're going to play along. Correct. And you're going to score on the honor system. Yes. And we'll see who gets the most points at the end. John, as the godfather of trivia, he pulled the questions together. And his job is simply to ridicule you along the way and add fascinating trivia. Love it. He's going to be fascinated by how much I don't know. Well, that that will be on the ridicule side. I don't know if I signed up for the ridicule part. (laughs) Yeah. You know, nothing says holiday cheer like ridicule. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's go to round number one. Current events in history as it relates to the holidays. Round one, current events, history as it relates to the holidays. Let's go to question number one. What are the first words Frosty the Snowman says whenever he comes to life in the original animated classic? Question number two. Who is the narrator in the 2000 film How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Question number three, whether or not you consider it a Christmas movie, it is indisputable that this 1988 film was based on Roderick Thorpe's 1979 novel, Nothing Lasts Forever. Name the movie. Question number four, what is the name of Ralphie's younger brother in A Christmas Story? And question number five, 
In the Christmas movie Home Alone, where does the family go for their holiday? Those are your questions. Round number one, current events and history. All right, let's go through your answers in round number one. Current events and history as it relates to the holidays. This is a gimme. This Number is the one. only one I'm confident about. What are the first <laughs> words Frosty the Snowman says whenever he comes to life in the original animated classic? Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday. <laughs> Question number two. Who was the narrator in the 2000 film How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Aaron, any idea? I am embarrassed that I don't know, but if you would play... I could repeat the whole intro. I just don't know who. Yeah, it well, is. that wasn't the question. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> answer was Anthony Hopkins. Mm. I was lit. Sir Anthony, isn't I he a Sir? He sir is. Anthony Hopkins? He is because I knew it was a Sir. I'm embarrassed. I, I put Jim Carrey in the hopes that it might have been like a self-narrated movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> smart, Sarah. Question number three: Whether or not you consider it a Christmas movie, it's indisputable that this 1988 film was based on Roderick Thorpe's. 1979 novel Nothing Lasts Forever. Name the movie. Die Hard. That's correct. Because it is. A Christmas movie. Oh, for sure. It is. You know, we should do a separate... We could do a whole podcast It, it is Hard. a big debate. You're right. It is a big debate. People talk about it a lot. I think we should because I know... I've never seen the... Oh, you haven't? I was going to say, I've never seen it, but I got this question correct because I know of this big debate, (laughs) but I still haven't taken the time to watch it. So maybe I need to do that. I've seen the second movie. So maybe in a separate podcast, we can try and convince Colleen. There you go. Why it's a Christmas movie. Would your mother say it's a Christmas movie, Colleen? I don't know if she's seen it. Sarah, would your mother say it's a Christmas movie? No, absolutely not. She will die on that hill that it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah. Whereas dad would die on that hill that it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big debate in this house. Yeah, it's a big. So much so that I got a Shutterfly (laughs) Christmas ornament with uh, Bruce Willis climbing through the uh, elevator shaft. Yep. And uh, Yippee-ki-yay, Merry Christmas. And uh, on the other side is uh, Hans Hans Gruber falling back. (laughs) So good. Out of the window. It's just, it's a classic, uh, classic scene. Well, Love I, it. I, I think we should have a whole separate discussion. About I this. think All so right. Too. I think we're on. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Question number four. What is the name of Ralphie's younger brother in A Christmas Story? Randy. Oh, I said Ooh, George. but Steven. <laughs> Steven. I've never oh, seen so it. so far away. Yeah. Sarah, in a shocking I think turn we of can events. All, we can all assume after after now five, five and a quarter podcasts, yeah. everybody knows that Sarah Sarah's has not probably, if yeah. there's a movie out there, she's probably not seen Maybe it. Maybe I should just start announcing like, oh, I have seen this one. Right. Well, yeah. just instead of like, everyone just helpful. assume I didn't. That would be helpful. And uh, question number five, in the Christmas movie, which now I guess this is part of the debate as well. It says in the Christmas movie, Home Alone. I mean, how Christmas is that movie? a debate? How is that not yes. a Christmas movie? Without question. Well, that should be part of the debate. When Die Hard is I, right, there's I think some comparisons. There's some violence. That's very true. There's some comedy. There's some yeah. romance. There's so anyway, some violence. Question number five in the Christmas movie Home Alone: Where does the family go for their holiday? Patty. Paris. Paris is correct. Which is always Here's funny. What I want to know. John Hurd, we're up, right? John Hurd plays the father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did he do for a living? Right. And he was able to take 14 people, right? His whole family, his brother or somebody, um, all those people to Paris. I would love to know what he did for a living. Well, John, here's a better question. Maybe it's the mom. Ooh. Ooh, Maybe the mom. Maybe the mom's the moneymaker. Maybe the mom's the moneymaker. You're absolutely right, but... 
he talks about work or something that All it's right. a trip and uh, and she took talk about uh, being in the kitchen so it can't be her <laughs> i saw a home alone meme i thought was funny it was basically like how can kevin's dad be mad at him for racking up the credit card bill in the second movie when he's left him home alone twice right <laughs> like he got like the penthouse suite and stole his credit card like how can you be mad at him for that if you left him two times when you went on vacation Spencer. Poor kid probably had to go through a Let lot that of like be a therapy. Warning to my dad. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you leave me. I take Kelly's like, card. please forget me. Please forget yeah, me. Has your dad done this to you? Has he gone like, <laughs> to DC or something? They live in DC. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, he still hasn't left me enough to for me to be able to steal his credit card. So maybe someday that would be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, he's smart enough to take those with him when he goes anywhere. <laughs> All right, let's move to round number two. Entertainment as it relates to the holidays. Round number two, entertainment as it relates to the holidays. Question number one. What classic movie did Frank Capra accidentally allow to fall into the public domain in 1974 by neglecting to renew its copyright, thus allowing networks to air it for free? Question number two. What word or name derives from a Hebrew verb meaning to dedicate? Question number three. How many guiding principles are there in traditional Kwanzaa celebrations? Six, seven, or eight? Question number four. The creation of Edward H. Johnson, the first known electrically illuminated Christmas tree, made its debut in what decade? The 1880s, the 1890s, or the 1900s? Question number five, Jimmy Boyd sang which 1950s Christmas song, which was initially banned by the Catholic Church in Boston because it supposedly mixed sex and Christmas? Those are your questions. Round number two, entertainment as it relates to the holidays. Let's review the answers to round number two, entertainment as it relates to the holidays. I was just about to say before this round started, like, oh, maybe I know more holiday trivia than I think. And then this, and round, then this happened. round happened and I was like, <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Question number one, what classic movie did Frank Capra accidentally allow to fall into the public domain in 1974 by neglecting to renew its copyright, thus allowing networks to air it for free? It's a wonderful life. Oh, okay. Question number two, what word or name derives from a Hebrew verb meaning to dedicate? The only word coming to my head is menorah. So close. Hanukkah. Oh, I was close. (laughs) How did we not get that? That's embarrassing. I mean, that is embarrassing. John, this is the time. This will be appropriate ridicule here. Well, you know, you have to, you know. John doesn't even know what to say. I was close with menorah. You were close. I figured there's like. You know, you light a candle each night, you dedicate something. Thank you. Question number three. How many guiding principles are there in the traditional Kwanzaa celebration? Six, seven, or eight? I said seven. So did I, but I don't have a reason. Seven as well. Seven is the correct answer. Nicely done. Question number four. The creation of Edward H. Johnson, the first known electrically illuminated Christmas tree, made its debut in what decade? 1880s, 1890s, or the 1900s? I just guessed 1890s. That's what I put, too. I put 1900s. I didn't think it would have been a thing. Yeah, the correct answer is later. 1880s. Oh, wow. We're all right. They had electric back then? <laughs> <laughs> I one knew that, ones, but I was like... One of the first ones is, was at the White House. Ah. There you go. Oh, wow. Interesting. I just assumed they didn't put their electricity in a Christmas tree for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. Yeah, better things to illuminate. Let's take this right. dangerous new technology. Yes. Wrap Put it, it in the tray. Something dried out that we cut out a week ago. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Question number five. Jimmy Boyd sang which 1950s Christmas song, which was initially banned by the Catholic Church in Boston because it was supposedly mixed sex and Christmas? I said, baby, it's cold outside. Oh. Frosty the snowman. <laughs> Are you what? serious? Wow. No, I didn't write anything. I'm just kidding. Colleen, I didn't write please anything. bail them out. No, I didn't write anything, but the only one I was thinking was baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> but I have no idea. How about I saw mommy kissing ah, Santa Claus? Okay. Mm. Oh. oh man. I think mine was a good guess. It was. Very good guess. Okay. Thank you. Very good guess. And I'm Wait, honest, you, John. when I put the question together, I didn't even think about that song. Because that's another whole debate. Right, but that's what came to mind because I know that that's a yep, kind of yep. a debate. And I feel like that is more than I saw mommy kissing Bannable. Santa Claus. Yeah. Well, it was the and 1950s. And Catholic Church Bandit? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was Boston, so yeah. Yeah. Were they playing it in churches? Yeah. <laughs> right? Here's and our now opening the offertory hymn. hymn is going to be I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. That's what I was like. Please join what? us. <laughs> Please stand. <laughs> Midnight mass <laughs> gets a little crazy. Oh my god! Next up is round number three: arts and literature as it relates to the holidays. Round number three, arts and literature, as it relates to the holidays. Question number one, which of the other reindeer is Rudolph's father? Question number two, in the lyrics of Wham's Last Christmas, to save him from tears, who will he give his heart to this year? Two words I'm looking for. Two words. Question number three. The song White Christmas was first performed in which 1942 film? (laughs) Question number four. Act one of the musical Rent opens on what day and month? Question number five. What American cartoonist is credited with creating the traditional, popular Christmas image of Santa Claus? Those are your questions. Round number three, arts and literature as it relates to the holidays. Here are your answers to round number three, arts and literature as it relates to the holidays. Question number one, which of the other reindeer is Rudolph's father? I said Prancer. I said Dasher. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's Donner. (laughs) Oh, I think you're right. I think think it was a D. Donner is correct. Oh, good job. Nice job. Ooh! (laughs) Nailed it. Question number two. In the lyrics of Wham's Last Christmas to save him from tears, who will he give his heart to this year? Someone Someone special. Someone special. Wow, we're so good. There you go. Question number three. Aaron, you look like you knew this. The song White Christmas was first performed in which 1942 film? So, it's not White Christmas. Mm, That's what I put. The correct answer is Holiday Inn. That is correct. And I only know that because I love the movie White Christmas and I watch it all the time. But then, you know, later found out. What do you mean by all the time? Well, not as much as the Grinch, but I definitely I watch all the Grinch watching, White Christmas. I watch yeah. once a week Ugh. during the holiday season. No pass, hard <laughs> pass on White Christmas. Have you even seen? Sorry it? to yes. interrupt you, Sarah. I have question number four. Act one of the musical Rent opens on what day and month? Go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> I put Christmas Eve, but I don't know if that's I right. I put Christmas Eve too. I was between between Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. No, it's definitely before Christmas. That's what I thought, too. Christmas Eve is the correct answer. December 24th. We're gonna pay (laughs) last year's rent. Question number five. What American cartoonist is credited with creating the traditional popular image of Santa Claus? 
Thomas Nast. All right, let's go to In the News. Here's some interesting uh, articles I saw around Christmas. Mom explains why she banned advent calendars from her home this Christmas. Like the chocolate ones? Yep. Which you guys... Love. Yeah. Have had for love, years. Love, love. Years. My entire life, I think. <laughs> right? Yep. The best is when you forgot, so then the next day you had two to eat. Yeah. Two. So this is this is from uh, The Mirror. Looks like it's in the UK, and it's credited to John Betts. Catherine Scott was shocked when she realized how much single-use plastic was in each advent calendar, so she banned them from her house, and her children aren't allowed one this Christmas. The mother said she's banning advent calendars from her home this Christmas because they're stuffed with single-use plastic. She was shocked when she paused to consider the environmental impact of the festive calendar, so she did some research. She discovered that each year they make up 3 million tons of extra plastic waste, so she decided to give the planet a gift by avoiding them altogether. She said that her three children are usually gifted advent calendars by friends and family, but this year they were getting wooden ones that they'll reuse in the years to come. I'm more interested now in those advent calendars that are full of wine. Yes. Like yeah. I could get behind those in a wooden little door. Yes. So on TikTok. Yes. A You're a big TikToker now. Newsflash yeah, to Yeah, that's been fans. Dad's six-month update. He's now yeah. addicted to TikTok. So on TikTok... <laughs> There was a gentleman that took his 24-pack uh, Miller Light or Bud Light and basically created openings. Cut so doors. each day he opens Stop. the door and takes out a, that's awesome. <laughs> a Miller Light or a Bud Light. Yeah. I thought that was great. Colleen, that's a uh, advent calendar after your dad's heart. A right. Bud Light advent yeah. calendar. Yeah, so interestingly enough, meanwhile, one. a man has shared a genius Christmas hack to make advent calendars out of last year's leftovers. And it's simple for everyone to do. Magician Darren Cullen, 34, watched a video about homemade advent calendar on TikTok, so he decided to create his own version and amazed by the results. The dad took cardboard insert from toilet rolls that could be substituted for innards of wrapping paper and shaped them into an outline of a tree with 25 individual segments. He then painted them green and filled each compartment with sweets and treats before sealing them all off and labeling the doors with numbers 1 through 25. So it's nice. cute. Okay. When you first started with the made out of leftovers, or whatever, I was like, leftovers? <laughs> I was thinking so the same potatoes. thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Christmas <laughs> like, ham. Maybe cranberries. It said Thanksgiving. Yes. Disgusting. Last year's it, Christmas it, ham. <laughs> also in the news, a judge has gift to tired parents with Elf on the Shelf. This is a Cobb County Superior Court judge, Robert Leonard, posted a mock order on Twitter banishing these elves tired of living in elf on the shelf tyranny not looking forward to the elf forgetting to move and causing your kids emotional distress i'm a public servant and will take the heat for you my gift to tired parents well this year and last year you could easily get away with it they were people were quarantining their elves so yeah. it had to sit yep. in a jar for 14 days and then what you yep. have like 10 left like what? i've seen you have some to do. people do like travel bans or like he can't he or she the elf can't visit because of travel bans, so the elf doesn't come. They don't. Set <laughs> I the saw elf TikTok up. this morning, <laughs> and the parents took scissors and they cut holes into all of their kids' pajamas and put the scissors with the fabric next to the elf on the shelf. Oh my god, that's scary! I thought that's like people are really <laughs> like out there. Yeah, traumatizing. Really, it's out. They're out there with these. Have you seen some of these? I know. We just, I saw, just like move it around, and then you see all these people. It's like, oh, it's baking at night. It's yeah, coloring something. Yeah. I saw like, one of the dads was in charge, and it was like the elf like standing up against the wall, and then there were little Dixie cups of lemonade, and he had a sign out, and it was like free lemonade, but it like looked like he was like peeing into the cups, like he was positioned <laughs> against the wall, like it was a urinal. Awful. You, oh you can gosh. tell when the dads do it versus right. when the moms do it. When oh, the moms do sure. it, it's all nice and sweet. All when the guys cute. do it, it's Completely yeah, they're off like the rails. they're like pooping her. She kisses. They're like, yeah. <laughs> gotta love oh my it. My gosh. Next up is round number four: science, nature, and geography as it relates to the holidays. <laughs> round. 
Round number four, science, nature, and geography. As it relates to the holidays, we go to question number one. In the original cartoon special, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, on what mountain did the Grinch live? Question number two, Presepe in Italy refers to what Christmas tradition? Question number three, on average, how long does it take to grow a Christmas tree? Three, five, or seven years? Question number four, Christmas Island in the Indian Ocean is a territory of which country? And question number five, what holiday staple is named for the first United States minister to Mexico? Those are your questions. Round number four, science, nature, and geography as it relates to the holiday. Here are your answers to round number four, science, nature, and geography as it relates to the holidays. Question number one, in the original cartoon special, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, on what mountain did the Grinch live? Crumpet. Mount Crumpet is correct. Yeah. So not Mount Olympus, right? No. <laughs> not Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> not Mount Everest. I was going to say Mount Grumpy. <laughs> no heart. Lack of heart. Tiny heart. Yeah. Hates Christmas. Not in tiny heart. Yeah. It actually rhymes. Because if you watch the movie, he steals all the all the presents up to Mount Crumpet so he could dump it. So mm. that's why. Oh. That's the kind of knowledge you get here on MCM. That's the, the kind podcast. of knowledge you get when you watch The Grinch every day for a year. Yeah, exactly. Question number two: Presepe in Italy refers to what Christmas tradition? The nativity scene. Ooh. It means crib or cradle. Interesting. Question number three, on average, how long does it take to grow a Christmas tree? Three, five, or seven years? I said seven. I said five. I said seven. Seven is correct. Did you know that? Just note to everyone, Aaron said seven. Yeah, this is Sarah said five. (laughs) This is Sarah. Fun fact. I saw a video. Did you know they like go out into the field and like shape them into Christmas trees with like a long like sword? They don't just like grow like that. What? Really? I swear to God, look it up. They Way look, to ruin Christmas. I know. Jeez, I saw like, it. Man, holy they, smokes. Someone goes out on like the Christmas tree farm or whatever and then takes like basically a big like saw or like machete kind of thing machete. and they just like whack it into like the tiered like perfect Christmas tree that you My see. My mind's blown. Yeah, <laughs> I had to find the video. I'll find the video and show it to you, but it's crazy because they just grow in these like lumps. Like they're trees. They just grow like in these lumps and then right. they just slice them into what they need. Christmas is ruined. Question number four. Christmas <laughs> Island in the Indian Ocean is a territory of which country? Is it Madagascar? Australia, mate. Oh, I thought I, it was part. guessed. I had no idea. I thought it was like right near Madagascar. <laughs> Question number five. What holiday staple is named for the first United States minister to Mexico? Dominic the donkey. <laughs> no. <laughs> Joel Roberts Poinsetta. I like Sarah's answer better. (laughs) Poinsett. Poinsett. Poinsett? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Is that what they're called? Why'd we add that? No, it's a guy's name, I think. (laughs) Oh, 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 his name is Poinsett. Joel Robert Poinsett. That's my typo. Okay. No problem. I also want to know... Sorry, I'm still thinking about this Christmas tree shape. Mm-hmm. How do we even get to that Christmas tree shape if they never grew naturally like that? I don't know, Great but question. they literally grow in balls. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look it up. I'll, I'll text you the video. We'll put a link in our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we move to round number five: sports and leisure as it relates to the holidays. Round number five, sports and leisure as it relates to the holidays. Question number one, what is the full title of John Lennon's Christmas holiday favorite, Happy Christmas? It's actually Happy Xmas, I guess, is probably the more appropriate. Question number two, in A Charlie Brown Christmas, who plays the Dusty Innkeeper in the Christmas play?
Question number three, which Christmas cookie cutter shape is the most popular? Trees, Santa's, or gingerbread man? Number four, what percentage of adults cannot remember what their spouse gave them for Christmas? Give me plus or minus five. And question number five, what popular U.S. sport uses a Christmas tree? Those are your questions. Round number five, sports and leisure as it relates to the holidays. Round number five, here are your answers. Sports and leisure as it relates to the holidays. Question number one, what is the full title of John Lennon's Christmas holiday favorite, Happy Xmas? War is over. War is over is correct. I got that right. Yay. Happy Xmas, War I actually is over. really like that song. Yeah, it's a good one. I like Celine Dion's version, but that's just because I like Celine. Yeah. But I know dad's not a fan, so. Yeah. Um, I, I like her singing. I just, just. She's very theatrical. Very theatrical. That I think that's what it is. It's not that I don't like her. I have all the respect in the world. I think she's a fantastic singer. She's a great singer. Great uh, it's just when I hear her interviewed, I feel it's a little bit theatrical. Shall we go for it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a David Foster. Uh, I know. Protégé. Protégé. Well, now I'm a huge David Foster fan. Question number Sweet. two. Speaking of, has The mass Singer ended yet? No, not yet. Do you re- Are they still in? Um... When this airs, it might be over, but they are as of right now. Currently. currently. So you think that that's who they are? Yes, I think that it's David Foster and Catherine McPhee. So down the road, we'll have to decide. Yeah, call it right now. Call it. Yeah, I do. I am calling it. Okay. Question number two. In a Charlie Brown Christmas, who plays the dusty innkeeper in the Christmas play? Pigpen. Correct. Question number three. What Christmas cookie cutter shape is the most popular? Aaron, is it the tree, Santa, or gingerbread man? I said gingerbread because I feel like that's like a classic, but I feel like this is a trick question. I said gingerbread also. The answer is gingerbread man. Oh, good. Okay. Gingerbread yeah, man. I feel like you can make a gingerbread man Woo-hoo. out of any kind. You know, like it doesn't have to be gingerbread. Like you can make a sugar gingerbread man right, and right. like decorate him. Yep. Exactly. Can't really make Santas are hard. Yeah. Question number four, what percentage of adults cannot remember what their spouse gave them for Christmas? Give me the percentage, plus or minus five. Over five. I said 55%. Wait, what? Yeah, so wow, it's plus I or minus five. 60. So pick a number and then give me plus or minus five. <laughs> so there's more than five percent. <laughs> yeah, he five. said plus or minus five, and I was like, I was going to write like literally 75. I was like, so I guess it's over five. All right, so think about it while I go so, back. And so, Aaron, you said what? I said 55%. Okay, Colleen, you said what? 60%. Okay. And Sarah said? 65. The answer is 64%. Wow. Ooh. 59 to 69 if you're scoring at home. Great. It was at like 4% off. Okay. Question number five. Which popular U.S. sport uses a Christmas tree? Drag racing. Interesting. The electronic lights used to start the race is called a Christmas tree. Oh, oh, right. Duh. Okay. I guess I should have said Christmas tree and did parentheses, but people aren't going to see that home. So true. Yeah. Or uh, quotation marks. Air quotes like Air friends. Quotes. Right. <laughs> Let's go to buy the numbers. I'm going to give you one question, one question only. If you get it right, you get the double today's total. If you get it right, it's going to be plus or minus 5 million. Sarah, you understand this? Plus or minus 5 million. It's not higher or lower. It's not over or under. It's plus or minus 5 million. Christmas tree farmers in the United States sell about how many Christmas trees every year? Plus or minus 5 million. go to our answer by the numbers one question double today's total if you get it right plus or minus five million christmas tree farmers in the united states sell about how many trees every year aaron you said 18 million sarah 
Now my answer seems ridiculous. I put a... <laughs> I think I need to rethink this. <laughs> I think I ended up What'd putting put? more pe- more um, Christmas trees than there are people. What'd you put? 172 million. <laughs> Colleen? You got a Christmas tree. I think I'm way off too. You got a Christmas tree. Because <laughs> I put 80 million. <laughs> okay. This really went with the work really well. Uh, the answer is 27.5 million. Woo! I was close. On average. <laughs> So can I get the extra points because I'm the closest out of our group? Yeah, no, you're not within it. So, all right. So now add up your scores. Nobody got the, uh, nobody got by the numbers. So there's no doubling of the scores. Aaron, how many did you get? I had 12. You had 12 out of? 25. 25. Sarah? I don't know. Colleen? Hold on. You guys don't tally per round? I didn't realize we were tallying. I only came here for the cookies. Oh my! How many did you get, Aaron? Twelve. Oh, okay. I got twelve. I remember hearing you say twenty-five, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so bad." No, it's out I of also twenty-five. Got 12. I got ten. All right. All right. Bad. So uh, Aaron and Colleen tied. Nicely done. I'd like mm-hmm. to say I won because I was closer to the by the numbers. Now we we've gave you a, a ton of opportunities to give us feedback, so we'd like to see yes. how you did. I think there's going to be people out there that are going to blow this out of the water. Not to say your scores weren't respectable. Before we go to our great MCM debate. Yes. You were telling me favorite Christmas song? No, I think we should do favorite Christmas movie. Die Hard. Around the Horn. Really? Die Hard? No, it's probably oh, please. But it is a Christmas movie. Um, Probably Elf. Elf's a classic. I was going to say it's Elf hands down. Except my wife can't stand... Will Ferrell, Ferrell. except for she likes him an elf. I thoroughly enjoy the Santa Claus series. Mm. Yeah, agree. Like, I could watch them a lot, and all three of them are equally as good. Yeah, Colleen, you don't like them? I can't see her. She had a a face of disgust. I I mean, (laughs) not not a not a face of disgust, but when Sarah prefaces it prefaces it as I thoroughly enjoy and could watch and equally amazing, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't turn that on. What's your movie, Colleen? Yeah. She said Elf. Oh, she's Elf. Sorry. John, or how about you? the classics like It's a Wonderful Life. No, 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 uh, no. Well, for movie and story are two different things for me because A Christmas Carol is just stupendous. I love the lesson. I love the, the fact that they turn the old man around and, yeah. and shown the era of his ways for the Christmas spirit. Christmas story. The little boy in me loves the BB gun, but now that I'm the old man, literally, I like being the dad and having that Christmas experience. Mm -hmm. Then there's a wonderful life. It's really tough for me to pick story-wise, movie-wise, content-wise. I just love them all. I mean, the short answer is I don't have Those are respectable choices. All right. Let's go to Christmas song. Yeah. Don't ask you what my favorite is. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Elf. What? Why would I say Elf? Do I watch Elf? Because I said Elf and you said 52. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know it's going to be the Grinch. So it's either the Grinch on. or Elf. So what do you got? You don't have time I actually, to watch anything else. Okay. You're always watching. I like Elf, but if I had to pick something underneath <laughs> the Grinch being obviously my favorite, mm-hmm. I would have to probably say Polar Express. Mm. Yeah, I, I like love that the one music. Too. I love the oh, story. That's a good one. Um, what was it? The Polar, Polar Express. Express. Oh. It's a little long, though. It is, but it's just, it's such a feel-good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I love that Tom Hanks plays like six different characters. It gives you the chills. The music is yes, very Yes, the moving. music's great. Um, I love that it's based off a book, and I just like the animation of it, too. Yeah. Um, it's just really well done. So I think, obviously, The Grinch is number one, the 2018 Grinch. However, if I had to pick that aside, Polar Express would okay. definitely be up there. Did I get everybody? So thanks for asking. No yeah. problem. Yeah, I guess Favorite the... Christmas song? <laughs> Gotta pick one. It's a good question. I mean, like, I could go, like, the basic girl and say, all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey, because I mm-hmm. enjoy singing that as well. However, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, a classic could separate this into... Church hymns version. Right? I know. <laughs> like, Silent Night always gets me. <laughs> like, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Joy to the world is awesome. Can I, can I pose the question a little bit differently? Sure. When you hear it on the radio, mm-hmm. you're driving, it's, I don't know, Halloween, and you hear the first Christmas song, when do you know it's Christmas by the song? It's the chimes when, in the beginning okay, of now it's for Christmas. Christmas. I'm driving, <laughs> I'm going somewhere, I'm in the car, now I know it's Christmas. Yeah. It's uh, Andy Williams. Yeah. Most wonderful time of the year. That is That's your favorite. That is by far. There's a runway between, I think. To, that is a me. classic. Like, And I like the, the Mariah Carey one, but I like the Michael Bublé one better. Because it's a little bit, a little bit jazzier, yeah. a little bit like, yeah. yeah. I have to say, um, I also love that's kind of not as popular, but still gives me the same like, oh my God, let's go. It's Christmas feels like Mariah Carey does. Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson is a bop. It's a good song. I like the songs that are are original Christmas songs that they're not covers. I mean, I enjoy right. other people's covers and I'm that's great. I'm with you, Aaron. I'm with you. But I love when it's an original song that, mm-hmm. you know, it just screams Christmas. Like Mary Did You Know with an interpretive dance. Yeah. Always good. Always a classic. Sarah, yeah. like, Sarah, the one year. dance one. Yeah. Go ahead, <laughs> one year. Yeah. So probably Sarah was eight. I, I think maybe even like seven or six. Like I was young. Well, I don't know if you were six. Would you know how to print something out? At <laughs> Would you know how to print yeah, an entire book? She that. was definitely like eight and she printed out this for Christmas Eve. She printed out. I'm no, not no, exaggerating. You, how many was, pages? It was many pages 15? because it was a very comprehensive booklet. It was. The lyrics to the Mary Did You Know dance, it was a letter that Joseph, Joseph wrote, wrote to, to his mother. Oh, to his mother. To his mother when he found out that he was going to be a father. It had all this like random like Bible like sections of Mary yeah. Did You Know and the Annunciation also. I don't know, all this mumbo jumbo that I found online. So she printed out multiple packets, wasted a lot of printer. Well, I had to get a packet for everyone <laughs> that was in attendance. or yeah. used right. nicely. Right. Yeah. You see how well they appreciated all of my effort and my all the dance, the dance that took me hours. Then to we learn, had to all myself. sit around and yeah. we played the song and Sarah very seriously did this interpretive dance to Mary Did You Know? And they all loved it. <laughs> All 12 of the people in attendance, <laughs> but they all had their own pamphlet that they were all promised they'd take home and they would read it because it yeah. was just I think extensive. we might have it on video somewhere. I think if we do, we're putting it on the <laughs> blog. We, we, I know we should, that we we should put it on the podcast. We can we can put it, release it on the podcast. Tune in, yeah. subscribe and get the link. And then Sarah will do a 20th anniversary. Right. So, of course, rendition. My, I see my wife in the window. She's, She's kind of standing there the whole time. In. You know, the interesting thing, we went to dinner beforehand and she said, are you going to bring up the Christmas ornament? Just like that. <laughs> uh-huh. Are you going to bring up the Christmas ornament? And I'm like, you know what? It didn't even occur to me. Yeah, it but wasn't you know even what? on my radar about the Christmas ornament. But now, hey, we will now. So I had one. So each year she gets a Christmas ornament for Yeah, I guess you have to preface it like that. Yeah. That was her family tradition. Her that family tradition. Our family so tradition. So when she, we got married, she brought over all of her... 20-some ornaments. And she had 20-some ornaments. Yeah. Right? They were all... Every year was marked. I think I brought over... Three? Three. Yeah. One was a painted ceramic Santa Claus... Face. Face that I... Painted, your, painted yourself, did you? I it did. Yeah. I absolutely painted it myself. <laughs> and cherished it. And it had... Mar- I think it's marked on the back, Bill, B. McMenamin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. She dropped it one year. She... Newly she married, said she dropped right? it. And I she think she threw it. it down in scorn. <laughs> well, she was more crushed than I was. She was practically in tears. Yeah. Because, I mean, I only had three ornaments, for God's sake. Yeah. So she, but, <laughs> but I always seem to bring it, it up. Together. She yeah. glued it back together. It's probably see, in better shape than it was. crack through it, but I mean, yeah. it has a prominent love. spot every year, right at the top, right in the yeah. front, right All the below the angel. First one to come there. Because I only have one. Yeah. I think I only have one now. Another one was uh, you had, I like, made. It's like a it's styrofoam ball that styrofoam you do with ball, cloth. You, yeah, you put, put cloth, cloth through. different things in. We were going to sell them. We we were going to market them. I think we were I don't know eight or nine. We made a bunch of them and we we, we got to people sell them. So I'm thinking, man, that's a business, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, in the seventies and eighties, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> so there's a bunch of people out there with these cloth. Uh, <laughs> Styrofoam ones. Made All right. by MCM yeah. If you have one toast. made by Bo McMenamin, let us know. Yeah, let us Post know. Sign I'll it for you now. <laughs> I'll even take a picture with it. Oh, All right. So here's some controversial questions. We go to, to uh, the great MCM debate. Controversial Christmas questions. 
All right. So these were from a few years back on BuzzFeed, but I think they're still relevant today. So we'll see how we compare to the masses. Number one, which is the correct choice for the Christmas tree, real or artificial? Real. One. Real. John. Real. Real. Colleen. Real. Real. Real, I say real. 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 It was rather fifty-three forty-seven. Wow. Real versus artificial. I think the is, the, that, is that environmentally driven now? Is that don't know? I think also people land, have allergies, that... right? You know, wait, really? You know yeah. what I saw that they do in? I think it was England, maybe somewhere in Europe. You like get a Christmas tree, and it's basically potted, and then you bring it in. It's like this tiny little Christmas tree, and you decorate it every year and then you'd send it back and they give you the same one like every year and it grows like with you each year oh that's so cool and then the guy comes out with a machete and just tries to cut the branches trims trims it to where where it's supposed to go (laughs) it's the ninja that you have to have living with you yeah right (laughs) well colleen has her christmas tree up all year she does is it still up i do that's not a lie it is and now it's decorated for christmas you guys make fun of me for watching the grinch like year-round like colleen has a christmas tree up year-round but it was meant to be a holiday tree except since last christmas we missed every holiday until halloween Halloween. oh right (laughs) no halloween we put little witch and fall leaves and we got purple and orange lights but now it's back to christmas (laughs) so well you're not the only stranger meant to be a holiday tree actually thank you (laughs) All right, so on that tree, which are better, <laughs> white lights or colorful lights? Can we mix both? Well, Have to pick wasn't one. the question. One or the other. I, I was going to say. I really like white lights. Me but too. I, uh, I'm torn. I love colored lights. But pick I one. Think, Gun to your head. Uh, white. 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 John? I do the vintage thing. I do colored for me personally. My family, we do white. Okay. Colleen? Oh, I thought vintage is going to be colored or white. I mean, I was going to say white, but really the correct answer is both. Yeah, 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 the correct answer is both. But I grew up in a house with white lights and my preference would be now colorful lights, but it's 60, 40 white lights. Yeah, I think just white lights look elegant to me. Number three, big bulbs, little bulbs. Um, This is Aaron. I like little. (laughs) Sarah? Little. Colleen? Little, John. Uh, both. You like both, John? You're on. You're on just not, right, not in the, the, right in the middle. Not, nothing controversial about you. Eighty-five little bulb. Eighty-five percent little bulbs versus fifteen percent big bulbs. I just think little's better because I mean, especially for our family, like we have so many ornaments. So I feel like you don't want the light bulbs to like take up space. Yeah. Here's a question. Uh, and this is a trend, I think. How many trees do you have? Ooh, I love that this you question. actually decorate. Well, now, yeah, now we have three. We have three because I got <laughs> in saucy your house right now. Yeah. Yes, I got saucy and put one in my Before bedroom. Yep. Yeah, we did, we went to True two size trees. We, yes, we went to two. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, two three, years ago. Three years ago, we went to two. Yeah, and this then, year, Aaron did one year. in her room. Yep. So now we have three. And now we've created, awesome. we get a real one for the, for the like TV room that we spend most main of the time tree, in. Tree. Yeah. yeah. And then we have a artificial, well, we have a Hallmark artificial one. So it still looks real. Like yeah. it's a, it's a nice looking artificial tree. It's not like, yep. um, you can see through it or whatever. That's my dad's tree. So that has all of the diehard ornaments, the, uh, <laughs> Star Trek ornaments, Yeah, which, you know what I saw today that I forgot we did the doodah ornaments Oh my gosh. is on your tree. And I was so walking cute. past it and I was like, this is so cute. I forgot. we. So did for these. MCM entertainment, when we, we used to do the doodahs and speakers, we couldn't do songs Music rounds, on, yeah. on Facebook virtually. live. Yeah. For copyright uh, we did issues. the doodahs and they were very po- uh, just overwhelmingly popular. Well, we created a doodah ornament and people bought them, which yeah. is crazy. Which Super I realize cute. I don't have one. Well, I think I still have a couple. Oh, good. Save Ooh, me one. Yeah, me too. But yeah, so then I decided this year, I was like, you know what? I've always, Cindy Lou has a tree in her room and I've always wanted a tree in my room. So this year I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I got a big, what is it? Like six? 
what tree? Six foot, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like a skinny, it's a skinny one. Yeah. But it's not small. I mean, that all started because you wanted to decorate like the November of, 1st. Yeah. November I, 1st. The tree was up. We weren't decorating were on until yeah, December. <laughs> but hey, I also watched the Grinch year round. So star or angel? Angel. I like a star, but I know that we angel. have angels on ours. John? Well, in my house, it's a queen bee. But that's a long story for another podcast. <laughs> um, okay, I don't even know where to go with that, John, but okay. No, no, it, 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 it's, a, it's a, just a long story. Okay. For another, but we have a lot of those vintage uh, ceramic, yeah. little tiny light Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. All of them have stars on top. So I'm going to go star. Okay. Yeah, I have a star on my tree in my bedroom, but we have angels on our downstairs trees. So, I mean, I like both, but. What do you call the classic gift exchange? Yankee swap or white elephants? Mm, Yankee, Yankee swap. John? Pirate. What? Never even heard of that. It's not even an option, John, so that's not right. <laughs> 79% said white elephant. 21% said Yankee swap. Really? Wow. Yeah. You know what? I, that doesn't surprise me because I think when people, when I say, oh, our family does Yankee swap, they're like, what? And then I go, a white elephant. They're like, oh, okay. So, I mean, that does make sense but to I've me. But I've never heard, and I played it my entire life. I'm 112 years old. <laughs> I've never heard Yankee swap before. Really? Ever? really? You never just... heard it before to, when we just said it? Just now. Stop. Wow. And I played it my whole life. Pirates or white elephant? Wow. Wow. It's crazy. When is it okay to start playing Christmas music? After Halloween, after Thanksgiving, only in December, or all year long? Uh, definitely after Halloween. I'm a November 1st girl. Like I completely <laughs> transform into Christmas. I don't think one month or 25 days is enough time to celebrate the holiday season. Plenty of time. So I think it's important to... Um, you know, have more time to celebrate. I feel as strongly about this as I do the Die Hard to Christmas movie. Really? This should be after. You have to get the Thanksgiving. Once Thanksgiving hits, if you want to play Christmas songs uh, at twelve o'clock in the morning on Black Friday, here's my thing: knock your socks off. I'm all I'm all for it. But before you, that, it's a little crazy. You don't have to listen to it. That's my argument. You don't. It's kind of hard to not it. to these days. You, know, you got your actually, favorite radio stations that are playing it around around clock. I disagree. I think it's easier now because of all the streaming services that people use instead of the radio. So I think that teach their own. If you want to listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving, forty three percent said after it. Thanksgiving, forty two percent only in December, nine percent after Halloween, six percent all year long. I'm in that nine percent then. Oh. Do Harry Potter movies count as Christmas movies? They're totally Christmas movies, or no, we need to stop this. Well, I think that's a similar argument to Die Hard. I have not seen one Harry Potter movie. Really? Interesting. I've only seen, like, the first one, the fifth one, and the seventh. I'm shocked that you've even seen them. Me too. Well, it was like, see, the thing is, like, I really want to read the Harry Potter series because everyone loves them. Like, everyone who's into Harry Potter loves it. But then, like, I would just go because all my friends were going to that movie. Mm -hmm. So, like... I would just attend. Yeah. John, any perspective? I enjoy them. I don't consider them Christmas movies. Okay. And finally, when should Christmas decorations come down? Right after Christmas or leave them up for at least a few weeks, you Scrooge? Leave them up. Technically, the Christmas season ends after the Epiphany. So I think that the it should be like mid-January, but mm. that's just me. Right after New Year's, I'm ready. Yep. No, I would um, say like yeah. the 7th or 8th of yeah. January, which, yeah. which is sure when the epiphany, is, what the epiphany is. is. Yeah. My son's birthday is January 12th. Make sure all Christmas is gone. Before. There you go. Makes sense. So it makes it easy. This concludes MCM the podcast, episode six, all things holidays. We'd love to hear your feedback on our podcast. If you enjoy your experience with us, please consider writing a five star review on Apple Podcasts. It will let us know we're on the right track and it helps with the logarithms and brings us to the top of the pile uh, of all the different offerings that are out there. Again, additional feedback on any of the podcasts to date, you can go to mcment.net, leave something through our contacts there. You can go to our phone, 484-999-0180. You can check us out on Twitter, MCM the Podcast, or visit our Facebook page, MCM the Podcast. You can leave us some comments. You can also leave us a review. And in return, 
We'll be thrilled to give you a personal shout out on an upcoming podcast. Maybe we'll put some t-shirts together. MCM, the podcast t-shirts. Well, everyone loves t-shirts. Everyone loves t-shirts. And if you're in the U.S. Mid-Atlantic region and you're interested in live trivia events for a fundraiser, social, corporate team building, or a weekly bar and pub event, let us know. For the rest of the United States, if you're interested in our virtual trivia event offerings, let us know that as well. In either case, check us out on our website, mcment.net. This is Bill McMenamin signing off for the entire crew here at the MCM Entertainment Center. We hope we've made your day a little bit lighter, a little bit brighter, and thanks for bringing us into your world. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. We'll see you next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Ha, 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 ha.